There are opportunities to receive all around us. But if you have a problem receiving, then you probably also have a lot of resistance in your life as well. The nature of receiving means that you have to lower your resistance shield and accept what's coming in willingly. This is a very intentional act. Welcome to the Black Girl Business Bar podcast. I'm your host, Khalida Dubose. This podcast is all about helping you as a woman of color overcome your mindset blocks, increase your income, and giving you the practical information that you need to thrive in your business and your life. Today, I am here to chat with you about all things receiving, because if you're anything like me, then it's hard for you and it's going to take a little bit of practice to make it into an automatic habit. All right, beautiful friends, I have so much explosive energy right now, and I was thinking about where this energy is coming from, because it's not like the energy that you have when you're just trying to power through a workout or power through running your errands. It doesn't even really feel very physical. It feels more like confidence and inner alignment, just kind of an inner knowing. And I think that's the best way I can describe it, but I think that where it's partially coming from is my ability to receive. I've been thinking about this. And so I kind of had this message that was on my heart. And I thought to myself, I want to share this. So let me ask you a couple questions before we hop into it that I want you to think about while you're listening to the podcast. So the first question is Do you know what it means to receive? Do you know what it means to receive? The second question is, Are you able to catch yourself not receiving in your daily life? And finally, can you give me an example or a few examples of actively receiving in your life and any part of your life, your business or your personal life? All right. So I promise that this is not a test. I just wanted to ask you these questions because we oftentimes hear and read a lot of catchy phrases that we sort of understand, that they sort of make sense but then not really. And if you're anything like me, you grasp this on an analytical level that you have to be willing to receive, but it's not very practical for you. You don't understand like what's the practical application. So if that's you, stick around. I think this episode will be very helpful for you. And if you are already a receiving pro, then awesome, awesome. But I hope you also stick around because it never hurts to reinforce the concept. All right, so when I was thinking about how I wanted to talk to you about this topic of receiving, because it's it's very intangible, right? I kind of boiled it down to four concepts I just really want to think about that I think will drive home the point and teach you something new if you are just kind of new to this or if you're in the same boat I was in several months ago thinking, what does it mean to receive? Like, how can I practically apply that? So let's first start with beliefs. Many things in our lives could have happened to create beliefs that stop us from receiving. So somewhere along the lines, you learn that it's not safe to receive. This was either modeled to you or it was said verbally to you or even a combination of both. So you received a message that it's not safe to receive and you adopted beliefs around it. But it's important for us to realize that we are in control of our beliefs and can change them at any time, especially if they're no longer serving us. So I want you to look at your beliefs around not receiving and ask yourself powerful questions around why you have these beliefs. 
And just as a reminder, powerful questions empower you, right? So you ask yourself questions to kind of get to the heart of what's going on. So sometimes a powerful question leads to the next powerful question or leads to the next best step for you to take, just as a reminder. So it's important to understand where your beliefs are coming from so that you're more aware of them. What do these beliefs look like? How are they showing up in your life? These are very important questions to ask yourself so that you understand what's going on. So at this point, your question might be, why do I have to understand where my beliefs came from? Why can't I just leave the past in the past and not worry about it? It's important to trace back where your beliefs came from so that you understand what the starting point is to start solving the problem. It's that simple. All right, so using popular vernacular, many people think that they are quote-unquote woke. But my question to you is, are you woke to yourself? If you don't even understand yourself from a historical perspective, then you won't understand yourself presently. In other words, you're unaware or you're not as aware as you could be. So think about not being able to receive, let's use as an example, like compliments, right? Because I think that that's something that we all can, you know, relate back to. So you're not able to receive compliments and you don't understand where that traces back to. So let's think about these two thought processes for a second, okay? So on the one hand, you can't receive compliments and you understand that they make you uncomfortable. And so you think back to yourself or you trace back, huh, you know, growing up, I always saw my mom get compliments or I saw my mom get compliments that kind of were really backhanded remarks. They weren't really compliments, but they were these backhanded remarks that were disguised as a compliment. And then as I was growing up, my mom always told me that it's not very ladylike or I shouldn't always try to get compliments or I shouldn't celebrate my accomplishments in public or I should stay humble, right? So some type of messaging was given to you. So you watched your mom not really receive compliments. And then on the other hand, your mother was also telling you like, you shouldn't do these things, right? So not giving anybody's mom a hard time, not giving my mom a hard time. This isn't, this is just as an example. So you now trace it back and you understand. So in the future, when you're receiving a compliment, your body's experiencing receiving a compliment and you get a little bit uncomfortable, you understand the origin of that. And you can then use tools to move forward and move past that to teach your brain a new way. Now, think about this on the other hand, if you're a person who says, you know, I don't know why I don't like receiving compliments. They just make me uncomfortable. I just get like this really weird feeling and I just hate to receive them. They're just uncomfortable and you just leave it at that, right? So every single time you accomplish something in life or every single time somebody says something to you and you're not able to receive it, you just think, oh, that makes me so uncomfortable and you just, you, you shy away from it, right? Which one is more helpful? In the first scenario, you're able to actually start to help yourself. It brought some awareness to you to understand why you have a response. In the second scenario, you're just going through your life doing the same thing that you've always done. Not very helpful. If you're not aware, then it's going to be really hard for you to help yourself or for other people to help you. So this is another point that I want to bring your attention to. Remember that your coaches, your therapists, your support system, they help you best when you come to them with a little bit of awareness or a little bit of clarity of what's going on with you. So I have a podcast episode, I think it's episode two, and I talk about how to powerfully ask for help, three steps to powerfully ask for help. And really what I'm going over is you getting clear on why you need help, right? And then giving yourself permission to go get that help. So your therapist or your support system or your coaches, they really help you best when you 
yourself, show up to them with a little bit of awareness of what's going on. Their job is to then catch your blind spots, keep you accountable through your transformation and your healing, and then share whatever knowledge, deeper knowledge that they have with you to help you get the result that you want faster. So let's make this a little bit more practical because, you know, you're probably thinking, okay, I got that. I get that piece. It's important to trace my beliefs back. And I now understand that beliefs is where it all starts, right? So if you're not able to receive, then you know now that you have a belief that is getting in your way. It's blocking you and it traces back to somewhere. So if you're still a little bit unclear on how you can apply this or how it's showing up in your life, then I want you to consider the following. How do you feel? So now we're taking it from the brain and we're going into the body. How do you feel when someone compliments your business success or your progress? Or fill in the blank. If you're not struggling with compliments, but you're struggling with being able to receive something else in your life, how do you feel when that comes up? So let me give you some examples. So let's keep our minds on our bodies. And I want you to ask yourself, or even take note of how you feel as I read off this list. So does your body tense, or do you get sweaty, or do you get a fluttering of your stomach, or feel like you want to throw up, or you know, get a little slight headache when somebody's saying something to you and you're not receiving it? I want you to start becoming aware of what happens in your body when someone's saying something to you that you're not able to receive, or they're giving you something that you're not able to receive. So when people give you compliments on anything, how does your body feel? Do you tense up when people compliment you on anything? You know, it could be anything, something small, something huge. How do you feel when people praise your success? That's another question. How do you feel when people offer helpful advice to you? How do you feel when people express interest in working with you? I'm talking to a bunch of business women out there or potentially businessmen as well. And many of us are like, I want my business to work, but we aren't really even able to receive. Somebody says they want to work with you, and then you throw a ton of objections at them. Well, you better be perfect. Well, you better have this in line. Well, I'm not going to work with this type of person. Not to be confused with finding your ideal customer, and there are some people that you shouldn't work with, but how are you receiving that when somebody expresses interest in working with you? Do you find an excuse why you can't work with them? Do you shut off a certain group of people that you won't work with for just an arbitrary reason. I work primarily with women and I have like reasons behind that, right? How do you feel when people apologize to you? Are you able to receive apologies when somebody's actually sorry for something that they did that offended you or that harmed you? So I want you to think about those. Think about that. How does that feel in your body? You know, what comes up for you? And you can also add your own scenarios as they come to mind. My goal when I'm coaching a client and even when I'm self-coaching myself is to remember to have a brain and a body connection. So that's why I wanted to go through what does it feel like? Because a lot of times the reason why we can't understand concepts is because we really have not made that brain and body connection. We're, you know, making our brain do all the work. It's doing the job of the body as well. So I want you to think about some of the things that we do when we aren't receiving. So follow me on this one. We get tense and we say things like, I know, right? Somebody's giving you, offering you helpful advice and you say, I know. And it might not even be very aggressive. You might just be listening. Yeah, yeah, I know that. You know, I, I was thinking the same thing. And sometimes you'll say that in agreement, but sometimes you'll say that in like, yeah, I already knew that. I'm smart. I'm smart too, right? There's two differences here. The first one 
is agreement. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, this is completely affirming to me, right? The second one is I'm defensive. I want you to think that I'm smart. I already knew that. Why did you have to say that, right? You're not receiving. You're blocking everything that they say. Or that isn't going to work. Sometimes people think that isn't going to work before giving it a try or before even like receiving it, just listening and allowing yourself to think about it. I think another way that receiving shows up is we talk over people. In my family, we have a really huge problem with talking over people. I think we're getting a lot better as we get older and we all do our own inner work. We get to different places in our growth and development. But just talking over people, and this is not to be mistaken with when you're having a lot of fun and you're really excited and you're talking over each other out of like love and excitement and, you know, support. I'm talking about when the tough stuff comes up and you start talking over the person, you start speaking over them because you don't want to receive what they have to say. We ignore good advice all the time. This happens to the best of us. We ignore good advice because we, for whatever reason, there are many reasons you could ignore it. But as an example, you might be ignoring good advice because you feel like you should have known that or you feel like I know better. You could ignore advice from somebody that you've hired to give you advice because you feel like you should have known on some level. It might not be very conscious. We complain about people and we complain about people not meeting our needs. So we, we start to complain about people when our needs are not being met. But a lot of times our needs aren't being met because we don't know how to receive. So somebody's trying to give you advice, somebody sits back and they see what you can't see, and then they offer you some helpful information and you can't receive it. And all of a sudden you start creating stories about like the tone of their voice and maybe they shouldn't have said that or, you know, I didn't like that or how come it seems like this, right? You're off somewhere else just not receiving. Let's contrast that with what we do when we are receiving so that you kind of have a complete picture here. So when we are receiving, we listen. It's that simple. We settle in and we listen to hear what the other person has to say. Even if we aren't going to use the advice in that moment, or even if we think, you know, this isn't good advice for me, I've thought through this, or I've tried that approach, we still can listen. You never know what you're going to hear, receive, or learn from somebody else. We relax and consider what's being given to us, what's being shared. So this is what receiving looks like. This is how it shows up. We feel thankful for the help in whatever form it's coming. So if somebody in your life, your business coach, your friend, your sister, if somebody's telling you something, if, especially if it's somebody that you know has your best interest at heart and they're trying to share something with you, I want you to check in with your body and see if you're receiving that or if you're rejecting it. And when you start to receive, if you're out of habit of receiving, you will notice yourself having to say, hey, receive this. Just receive this from this person. It's not threatening. You have to get your body to lower those shields. We don't get defensive. We stop getting so defensive. We stop thinking about, oh, I have this information already, or oh, I know this, or oh, I tried this. We just listen. If you've tried it or multiple people have told you that, that might be something you need to think about. And if you tried it and it didn't work, maybe you need to look at a different approach and try it again. We feel nourished by our interactions instead of feeling drained by them. So instead of getting off the phone with your coach or your therapist and feeling like, oh my God, that was so draining, you know, a lot of times we feel nourished by that interaction. And sometimes, you know, just to clarify this a little bit, you can be working with a therapist or with a coach and do some deep emotional work and feel physically tired, physically like, oh, I need a little bit of rest. 
but you still feel nourished. You still feel like you had a breakthrough. You still feel like that person poured into you instead of feeling like, oh my God, I'm so drained. I don't want to do that again. Or I'm not looking forward to these meetings or, you know, this drained me, right? An interaction with a client. Maybe you're getting on your client calls, you know, maybe you're getting on sales calls and you can't receive what the person's saying. And so sales calls don't feel fun anymore. They don't feel like, yes, I'm open to hearing what my ideal customer has to say, even if she doesn't work with me, even if he doesn't work with me. And I feel energized by that interaction instead of drained, like I don't want to have another sales call for two weeks. We feel less resistance in our lives. This is the big one. Okay. We feel less resistance physically and we feel less resistance even on a metaphysical level. So it took me a long time to realize what receiving was because I had so much resistance in my life that it had just become normal. Resistance was just normal in my life. So when somebody said you have to receive, I could, I'm like, what does that even mean? Right? If resistance is normal to me and I'm always feeling resistance, I don't know how anything else feels. But now that I can feel ease and I feel more in flow and I feel like I'm being nourished, all of a sudden when resistance comes, it's like I know it. It's like an unwelcome visitor coming to your house. The entire atmosphere changes. All right. So to further illustrate this, just going to give you guys a quick example from my own life so that maybe it can help solidify the concept for you. You guys have heard me talk about this before. If you've been listening to the podcast, I talked about having a personal trainer when I was in my early 20s and just you know, working with him for about four months and just getting the most amazing results, being in the best shape of my life. And my personal trainer from that time is still a very good friend of mine. And I just remember, you know, having a conversation with him and him just letting, saying like he couldn't believe how good of shape I was in and just being so proud of me as a client. And I was loving it. I was showing up. The work was hard. Okay. I'm not going to kid you there. The work was hard, but anything he asked me to do, I was like, yes, I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to try it and then let you know how I feel about it. I could have been a little bit better about letting him know how I felt about things. Right. But I was receiving a lot. I was able to receive, take his advice, et cetera. Was not the perfect client, did not eat perfect, did not do every single workout perfect, but I got amazing results because I was open to getting amazing results. And later on down, you know, years later, he would tell me like, I was such a new coach at the time. I was such a new personal trainer and I was just experimenting on you. And I remember my mom would be like, I could not do that. I would just be so angry if he tried to make me do all these moves. And I, you know, I used to think to myself, why would I feel angry about that? I didn't know he was experimenting on me, right? But I knew what I wanted and he knew what he wanted. He wanted to become a better coach. And he had a client in me who was willing to do that. I was willing to receive what he was sharing with me. I was willing to show up and be coachable, et cetera, right? So <laughs> let's try, let's contrast that with hiring my business coach. Still in a place where I wanted to receive and learn and figure out how to take my business to the next level. But, and part of working with a coach is a lot of times, not only are we working with the coach on our business, but we're also learning from that coach. We're learning valuable ways to coach our clients, right? And I remember there being moments in that, that I can now reflect on where I was not receiving from my coach and I was hitting every single wall. So I'm receiving from my coach, signing clients, signed three clients in a row, stop receiving from my coach, sign zero clients. 
signed zero clients. I couldn't hear what she was saying. I would hear concepts. I was like, what does that mean? And go down a rabbit hole with it instead of just being open with her, instead of just sharing with her. So when you can't receive, you also can't share. It becomes very hard. And if you're not receiving, there's a reason why. So I had to do a lot of work to trace that back. And what really snapped me out of this was my coach said something to me one day that hit such a nerve. She couldn't have even known. We haven't even had this discussion before, right? So if you hear this, love you so much, Anna. Um, (laughs) But she hit such a nerve. And I was like, whoa. On the call, I didn't even say anything. And later on, I was like, just in a tizzy, like feeling anger and just despair and fear. And I was like, where is this coming from? You know, what's going on? Because I had enough awareness at this point to realize, uh uh-oh, you know, something shifted here. And it was at that point where I thought, you know, I was still very much feeling like a people pleaser. And I thought, you know, I should talk to her about this and everything, but I didn't trust myself. I was thinking, you know, I'm going to try to make it okay for her if I talk to her. So I'm just not going to talk to her about it. And I'm just going to sit in this, just let it linger and, you know, feel my feels and try to understand this. And sure enough, you know, about three or four weeks passed, I still showed up to all my coaching sessions Three or four weeks passed, and I finally came to my conclusion that the whole time I wasn't receiving, finally she said something, right? It's like she kind of hit a rock or she hit that nerve, and it just kind of split things wide open. And I finally, everything she tried to say to me finally flooded in. And it was just at that point where I was just willing to, like, hear what she had to say. I was wondering why I had such a strong emotional reaction to something that was very, quite simple, actually. The point that I'm trying to make is, is that it costs me results. It costs me moving fast in my business. And I know how this goes when you're in a coaching relationship. You start thinking, well, why did that client get a a result? And how come I haven't got a result? But I'm her client too. And is she teaching me the same things, right? Well, I had enough trust with my coach to know that she shows up for all of her clients. Most of our coaches do. And so it's not like there was some secret knowledge that she was telling them that she wasn't telling me. It was that I really had to check what was going on with me, how I was receiving. So it did cost me results and it slowed me down quite a bit. Just very quickly trace back why I was feeling these things. And it really came down to feeling like I should know these things. You know, growing up being the oldest girl, having lots of responsibility, going into corporate jobs and feeling like I should know, being taught messages that like I always have to be the best, being a black woman. I have to be better than my white counterparts or anybody else, right? These things were not only said to me, but they were also perpetuated when I would go into the workplace and see that like there was a different standard for me than there was for other people. These things were perpetuated being the oldest girl in a brown family, black black or brown families, where I also had a mother who was the oldest daughter and was expected to do pretty much everything. You're expected to know things. You're expected not to, you know, make mistakes. And so just really being able to trace that back and say, okay, this is why I have this idea, right? Whether my parents meant for me to have that or not, this is why I have this idea. Okay, let me start from this place and realize that this is something that I learned that's not helpful for me today. All right. And before I end this, I want to talk to you. I don't like to talk about like a problem that you might be having in your business or in your life without telling you like what's the positive, right? So when you learn how to receive, I'm sure you can imagine what the results would be, but I want to read these off and I want you to check in with your body as I read these off to see if any of this resonates with you. 
So when you learn how to receive, when you really learn how to look at your beliefs, trace them back, and then catch yourself in your daily life not receiving something, the results that are possible for you, okay, are more money. And not more money just for money's sake, but more money for the reasons that you want money to have impact, to give back to your community, to be able to support your family, to be able to give to a parent or whomever you want to give more to, you know, to say thank you for maybe something that they did for you in the, in the past, right? You have more time. And how do you have more time? Because you're not spending all your time just rejecting everything that's coming in, right? So I think it's kind of funny, guys, because I'm talking to you about your bodies. And I'll tell you, just so you know, when I'm not receiving, what I actually get a visual. So I'm a, I think that I'm a visual person, but my brain creates images for me. And it happens so much that I, I really just don't recognize it. <clears throat> and so I, my brain body connection is that I get an image of like kind of this clear screen going up. Like I can still see them, but all their words are bouncing off that screen. It's like a shield. That's why I use the word shield. And then also I just get, my body feels very uncomfortable. It just gets tense and it just feels uncomfortable. So I just wanted to share that with you. So back to my list, you get more creativity. I think your creativity starts to flow because you're not in this place where you're like, I have to know it all. You know, I can't receive this. All of a sudden, you're like, there are so many people around me who can help me and I just want to be creative and I don't have to like put up pretenses and things like that, right? I can just receive. I can receive. There's more to come. You're less stressed. You have less tension. You have less resistance, right? And if you don't know what it feels like to have less resistance, I guarantee you if you start practicing receiving, some of that tension and resistance will leave your body. It will leave your head. And then all of a sudden when it shows up, when it pops up, you'll be like, whoa, what just happened? It might take you a couple times, but you'll be able to see that shift. Those shifts are telling us something. You're able to get out of your own way because that's what really what this is. Not receiving is being in your own way. You heard me. There's a shield. I'm literally like, I want to get to this point in my business. I want to do this physical thing in my life. I want to have this experience in my personal life. I want to meet this type of person, but I'm throwing up shields, right? So it's like being in a video game. All of a sudden, the shield pops up in front of me, and so it blocks my way, right? And that's me. I'm actually the shield, right? You're more resilient. So we think resilience is just white-knuckling it and just getting through to the next hard moment. But that's not actually what resi resilience is. Resilience is just more like being able to take things in stride and understand them. Instead of creating stories around them, you're able to understand the reality of what's going on and get yourself to the next point, right? You're resilient. You're not breaking down every single time something happens or spiraling and then it takes you several months to get back to an equilibrium. You're willing to try more things. Why? Because it feels so good to receive. And once you start to receive, your mind and your whole world opens up to what else is possible for you. You feel more abundant. And just everything we're talking about is abundance. When you have people around you who have their genius and you can tap into them, when you can give to others and share your gifts and pour into them, all of a sudden you stop looking at the world where we have to be in competition. There's only a little bit left. There's only this amount. And you see that like Everything just kind of works nicely. There's a lot of abundance. There's a lot of support. There's a lot to go around. And finally, I would say you feel more grateful for basically every single reason that I just gave you. 
all of a sudden, when you're not just resisting everything, you're also not resisting what God has for you. You're not resisting the messages that he's sending because those messages are coming through people, through their great advice. Those messages are coming through the work that you're going to do with clients. And I would say, if I haven't said this, when you stop resisting, I think for all of you out there who are coaches and you work with clients and you, you know, you work through some of their problems, you're then also able to go a little bit deeper with your clients and you're able to help them more. We can only go as deep with our clients as we can get with ourselves. So keep that in mind. I hope this was very helpful for you. I hope that that kind of brings things into play. And just as a reminder from the top of this, I asked you three questions and those questions were, do you know what it means to receive? Are you able to catch yourself not receiving in your daily life? And can you give me several examples of actively receiving in your business and your life? Right? So now that you've heard all this information, I hope those questions become a yes for you over time and you're able to do that. All right, lovelies, thank you so much for hanging out and listening to the Black Girl Business Bar podcast. If you haven't already hit that follow or subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you found today's episode helpful, I have such a big favor to ask of you. Please screenshot this episode on your phone and share it on your social media so that the podcast can get to other women of color who need this information. Or you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, helping other women of color find this podcast. Or you can reach out to me at Khalida at BlackGirlBusinessBar.com if you want to share anything with me personally. As always, friends, we're dropping episodes every Tuesday and we can't wait to see you back then.